I mentioned earlier the Mesiris Nefesh of Moshe and Aaron. The Chesed Lavrom, Rabbi Avrom Azulai mentions, Vayiplu al Pnehem, that they fell on their faces, this Ainian from Mesiris Nefesh. Right? That they were willing to throw themselves down together with the Jews. And if Hashem wants to kill the Jews, let him take them as well. The mysterious nefesh of leaders is something we saw very often by all Rabbeim, and especially by the Rebbe. There's a Sefer, Ela told us Peretz, it's the life story of the um, famous Chassid, Reperetz Machkin. In that Sefer, they record something that he said, that he was personally at a Fabrengen with the Rebbe um, in 770. He was sitting behind the Rebbe where the older people sit, or they would sit by a Fabrengen, and he saw a man walking over to the Rebbe between the Sikhs. The man had long hair all the way down to his shoulders, and he started speaking to the Rebbe, and the Rebbe responded, and it was back and forth. He couldn't hear what they were talking about, but at some point along the conversation, the Rebbe raised his voice as if somewhat in uh, in agitation. And then he could hear what the Rebbe said. The Rebbe said to him, to this man, um, what do you want me to do for you? I have given my Olam Haza, I have given my Olam Haba for you. What else can I do? There's also a famous story with the Tzanzarov. A Yid came to him from Germany, in those days in Germany, the Jews weren't very religious. In fact, there were a lot of maskilim uh, that uh, caused many, many Jews to turn away from Judaism. One of those enlightened Jews that was not religious at all came to Tzanz. He was a very wealthy man. And he said to the Tzanzarov, I heard that you're a miracle worker. I have been married for 20 years and wasn't blessed with a child. What can I do? How much money can I pay you to give me a, a special bracha and a promise that I'll have a child? Tanzarov said, forget about money. If you promise to keep Shabbos the way a Jew should, I promise you that you will uh, be blessed with a child. The man says, okay, I'm, I make a commitment. He went back to Germany, and lo and behold, a year later, his wife gave birth to a beautiful baby boy. The man came back from Germany to Tzanz to thank the Rebbe, first to uh, report that the bracha was fulfilled, and he wanted to thank him and to tell him that he's keeping Shabbos and plans, plans to continue to keep Shabbos. He thanked the Tzanzarov. There was a chassid with the Tzanzarov, an, an older chassid, who also didn't have children for many, many years. And he would come to his Rebbe every, every year and beg him to give him a bracha, to daven for him, to pull the strings, to do something. But it, it didn't work. So he felt that he was taken aback. Here's a Jew who doesn't even keep kashris, doesn't put on tefillin. He promised to keep Shabbos. For that alone, he deserves to have such a miracle happen for him. I am keeping Shabbos and I'm davening and putting two pairs of tefillin and, and I'm learning the Rebbe's Torah and, and I'm committed to my Rebbe. I do so many things. 
and and yet the Rebbe never gave me that type of bracha. To this Jew, the first time he comes to him, just keep Shabbos, and 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 the Rebbe turned over heavens for this man, and he had a child. For me, I do so much more than him, and I don't get that. So he went over to the Tzans of and said, Rebbe, I feel terrible. Why, why am I, am I, do, I, do I not deserve to have this type of miracle happen? And the Tzans of said to him the following. He said an awesome thing. He says, for me to turn over the Sidrei Breshis, that means the entire framework of the natural cosmic order of creation. The way Hashem designed the world, He, he planned everything. Certain people were not meant to have children. For me to interfere with that and ask Hashem to nevertheless give this man children, that's an, a, a huge thing for me to ask. I, I may have to give up for that, my physical life, my Olam Haza, and even my Olam Haba, give up my future spiritual destiny in the world to come. It's such a huge thing that I may lose everything, the material world and the spiritual world. He says, but I'm willing to sacrifice everything. It's only so that a Jew would know there's a God and there's a Shabbos. For that, I'm willing to sacrifice everything, my whole life, my spiritual life and my physical life, and be left with nothing. But I'm only going to do it for someone who I know doesn't even know there's a God. In order for him to know there's a God, for that alone, I'm willing to sacrifice. But you, you already know there's a God, and you serve him, and you do his mitzvahs. Why do you want me to sacrifice everything, to turn over the heavens, and to force the heaven, uh, the heavenly hand to change everything that was incorporated in the plan when Hashem created the heavens and the earth, where every detail was planned, and that person should have children and should not have children, that I should interfere with the divine cosmic plan, uh, that uh, why I should give up my for you, that's, that's um, too much to expect.